Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Expecting the minimum, 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 the minimum. That's a formula I can live by. Don't be an idiot. Get up and do better. Two imperfect pastors trying to figure <laughs> it out. What's going on? Welcome to your favorite time of the week. Don't be an idiot. My name is Jake. I'm here with my co-host, Caleb. What's up? Uh, and we are another Thursday here, another don't be an idiot. Or or whatever day you choose whatever to Whatever day you're listening to. Maybe to this is Thursday. the fourth time you've listened to this episode, and it's Wednesday. Super you know, I don't, I don't know. So we'll see. Uh, but today, um, yeah. we're going to be talking about the role of dads. Yeah. Now, ladies, don't turn it off. I think there's some value in here for you, too. Mm-hmm. Um but specifically dads and providing vision mm-hmm. for himself, for his family, for community, just the role of what a vision maker, vision, you know, visionary, yeah. whatever it's going to be. Yeah. So uh, Caleb's got a book. Like Caleb always has a book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell tell is, us what we're talking about this here. This is the reason our podcast last week uh, over books was the longest podcast we've done is because we both read a lot yeah. and like books. And so this is uh, a great author, uh, former uh, Green Beret pastor, so automatically super cool dude, wrote some books on what it means to be a man, what it means to be a leader. And uh, so two of his books, uh, and there's some overlap in them. Uh, The first is called Tender Warrior. 10 out of 10. You got to read it. Yeah, it's great. If you are male, uh, this is a, a, a must read. The other book is called The Four Pillars of Manhood. So obviously there's some significant overlap. And... This story is found in the first book, Tender Warrior, uh, and he's talking about the role of, of the father as the provisionary, and he references, actually, another book, uh, a book we both have read and loved, uh, Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit? No, not The Hobbit. Yeah, it is The Hobbit, it specifically. Is the Hobbit. The yeah, Hobbit specifically. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what happens is the they're on a quest to go... Don't, don't undersell it. This is one of the greatest stories of all time. Yeah, it's... Great book. Anyway, they're on a quest. They find themselves. <laughs> they find themselves in a forest called Mirkwood Forest, and it's this old, overgrown, dark, confusing place. And they've completely gotten turned around. They're lost. They after being no, told not to leave the path. After they've been told to leave, not leave the path. The metaphor is just the confusing hardship of life, mm-hmm. and when. You, you just lose your way and you don't know what the right thing to do is. You don't know where you're at. You don't know where you're going. And in the story, J.R. Tolkien tells a story that they're beginning to fight and bicker and they don't, they don't know how to get their, find their way out. And so Bilbo does something amazing. He climbs a tree. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to entitle this podcast is Go Climb a Tree. And because what he does is he he climbs out of this oppressive, dark environment and just keeps climbing and keeps climbing and keeps climbing. And eventually he pokes his head out of the top, out of the, the canopy of trees uh, in the movie. It's this beautiful scene where suddenly there's fresh air blowing and there's butterflies up there. Sun on his face. Sun on his face. And he can see where he's at and he can see where he needs to be. Pause. Yeah. You owe us a story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he almost got away from it, people. Uh, before we go any further, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I think that's a good stopping point. That he is, knows where great. he's going. He knows where he wants to go. Yeah, he, so. he knows where he is and knows where he needs to be going. So 
That's what vision does. Yeah. Now, don't be an idiot here at don't be an idiot. We love to share stories of when we've been an idiot. And so I was reminded of this story just recently. We were uh, on a mission trip and, uh, <laughs> several of the the adults started sharing i've now been a pastor for 13 years uh 11 years sorry uh and had quite a few opportunities to preach and um i always believe in doing really memorable illustrations whether by his choice or others <laughs> <laughs> with the reason that they're so, memorable is so they started sharing some more my more memorable illustrations that that's going to be a podcast topic oh okay. caleb's illustrations like the one time that he took a stuffed sheep and hid fake blood in it and then sacrificed this. I'm giving it the worst possible explanation. <laughs> Sacrifice that brilliant. baby sheep on stage. So, so th- this is, it's all related to, to don't be an idiot yeah. and, and, and vision thinking about what's coming in the future. So, uh, so stick with me. Uh, so I am a youth pastor at the time. So this was probably 10, 12 years ago now. And uh, I'd heard this illustration before of how sin corrupts. Uh, And so what I did was I made a batch of brownies and uh, cut them up into little squares and gave them to every single member of the youth group. And I'm talking about how a little bit of sin, uh, James, if you commit one sin, Mm -hmm. it's like you're guilty of all of it. And so I'm trying to show them that how just a little bit of sin corrupts the whole thing. And so they're holding this brownie. And I said, hey, now I made you all brownies, but I added one secret ingredient special i had one kid one i want the record to show this that i knew could handle this volunteer to eat the cookies and identify the secret secret ingredient i'm dying he 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 did not and so i revealed to the students i said the the secret ingredient was a little bit of dog poop now, up to this point in the story, everything had been working out great. My illustration was going on point. This is where I should have thought, hey, who are you doing this with? And teenagers are the worst. Okay. And they won't believe anything <laughs> you tell them. Because there's no way a responsible adult would hand brownies filled with dog poop to irresponsible teenagers. Exactly. I did not think this <laughs> illustration, what proceeded to happen was as I told them, and I had a giant trash can positioned in the middle of the room. And I told them, guys, a little bit of poop. Will you still eat this brownie even with a little bit of dog poop in it? And they said, yes. And one of them proceeded to like, take all the brownies from people all around him. And he was eating five, six. I was like, guys. I'm, <laughs> you reenact the dramatic <laughs> So they ate the poop brownies. Poop brownies. And to this day, if you ask any of the people in the room at that time, whether adults or kids, none of them remember the point of the illustration. They just remembered that I served them poop brownies. You got hijacked. I got hijacked. I did not think through. I did not see how this illustration would would fall apart uh and honestly the the history of my illustrations <laughs> uh, he's got a 60 40 win rate probably yeah so. I'm, I'm i'm trying to get better the the 
I've, I can't let the illustration overpower the point. And, and the point there was that sin corrupts yep. the whole thing. But the only thing people remember yeah. is that I gave them poop brownies. Did your parents ever ask you growing up, what were you thinking? <laughs> and the only actual answer as a child or teenager, do you know it? Nothing. I wasn't thinking. I was not thinking. <laughs> One of my favorite stories about that is uh, we were, somebody was leading a parenting class at our church. And uh, Lucas Vaughn. Oh, said, man. <laughs> He's quotable. Oh, quotable. so good. He's like, why would I ask my kid why they did what they did when most of the time I don't know what I why I did what I did? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. So I've I've tried to stop asking my kids, why did you do that? Because they don't know. Uh, because they I'm, weren't thinking. They were, they weren't thinking. They were feeling their way through that situation. So I had not climbed a tree and thought through the full implications of this illustration. Okay, so let's, the, the illustration is so good. Uh, whether you've seen Lord of the Rings or not, doesn't matter at this mm-hmm. point. Because mm-hmm. the point is, you're in a murky situation. You yep. get to the high ground, the high point to look out and see mm-hmm. what's going on. Right. So that you can see then where you're supposed to go and maybe how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things are happening that I'm just noticing. One, yep. you're making a decision to stop. Yeah. Stop where you're at. Two, mm-hmm. you're... You, and th- yeah, yeah, just let's sit there for a second. Uh, well, get get yeah, the yeah. ears and then let's go back. Only one person is going up the tree. Mm. So other people around you are trusting you or you have the trust of those people, you, your family, whoever's there. And then you're formulating a plan to be like, I'm going to do something different when I come down off this tree. Mm. Some big things there. That's that's great. So y- you said, so... You got to stop. Stop. You got to get up the tree. You got to be the one to take the leadership. And then you got to have a plan when you come back down. Uh I would say add, add in there the third one. Know where you want to go. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thought that yeah, that might have been unspoken. Maybe not. <laughs> but, but that's but I think that's actually where a lot of us get tripped up. Yeah. Uh, because uh, stopping. Okay, so so often, um, we get so busy doing. Last week you referenced one of the the books, the ruthless elimination of hurry. We as a society have embraced go 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 do 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 do. In Christian culture, too. Yep. Stopping and saying, oh, where am I? Where am I headed? Well, yeah, where, yeah. where am I headed? Where am I at right now? Like, so, so for Bilbo, he had to stop and acknowledge, I am lost. And that's <laughs> the, the cliche, uh, the first uh, step in recovery, uh, the first step is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. I don't know where I'm at. And so he stopped. And then he did something. I am going to change my perspective. What does that? What does it look like to to change your perspective? Is the question I was think I've been thinking about. What, what does that mean to you? To, to how, how do we change our perspective? In this story, he changed his perspective by climbing a tree. What does it? Yeah. Mean so he physically you? looked at it a different way. I, I think I don't. Mm-hmm. I think that's a possibility, right? I'm going to physically actually look at this a different way. If it's a problem. Um, that, that if it's a physical problem, right? Yeah. What's a, what's a physical problem? Where you uh, this just happened to me. I was just installing a water pressure tank in my in-laws house mm. and, uh, we just can't, there was an issue where a piece would not fit to install it, but it was going to fit when it was installed. I know that kind of makes sense, kind of doesn't. And I thought I'm going to have to undo everything I've done. And mm. I stopped, I stood up, I took a breath and I thought, Oh, I just twisted it <laughs> you know, about 45 degrees, yeah, yeah. put the piece on and twisted it back. Like, I almost disassembled the like forty five to minutes to an hour worth of work, but stopping, getting a different perspective, and just thinking for a second. You stood up. 
I stood up. I, I physically stood up. Physically. Yeah. Um, to change your perspective, a lot of you can do that in a lot of different ways. One mm. is to ask someone else what's going on. That's great. Oh, oh, this just happened to you and I, Caleb. We're coming back from kids camp, and I was leading the group. <laughs> And I was on the way back. Caleb's laughing. There's a little bit of shame in this for me, but at the same time, I'm like, well, I also feel like I'm in your bag here too. <laughs> well, the, my GPS, because it was new, new enough for me where I wasn't going to trust just my ability to follow cardinal directions to get out of the place where we were at. Okay. And so I was like, crap, I think I'm going to turn around. I text the group. I pulled off on the side of the road. I stopped to change yep. my perspective. And Caleb texted in and says, hey, you're going the right way. And then 30 seconds later, he takes the lead. A little aggressively, maybe. It doesn't matter. Uh, there was a car coming in. There I was, was like a... partially pulled out and I had a truck and trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did. I like floored it. But there was a reason why. But I allowed mm-hmm. someone else to lead in the moment. It changed my perspective a little bit. So there's a little bit of that. You know, Maybe you're uh, changing your perspective just mentally. Like changing like how, you know, I'm not in a good space right now. I'm emotional. I'm angry. I'm tired. I'm hungry. What's that thing? Hungry, angry, tired, and alone. It's halt. Is halt. The, is it, so hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Um, there you go. <laughs> it's great for men specifically. Yes. If you're one mm-hmm. of those things, you, you shouldn't be making Stop. decisions. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's it's halt. it's recognizing where you're at. Uh, I may not be getting where you're wanting. So, no, no, no like that, those are great. Uh, changing your perspective and, and going with that, that those are great. Uh, I think the things you tell yourself sometimes mm. need to change. Crashing the Chatterbox is a book we would recommend 10,000 times over. Yeah. This is helpful for that. So what what do you tell yourself about yourself? Uh, we, we reference, sorry, we keep throwing out books, but uh, the growth mindset. I don't know that yet. And just adding the word yet. Growth to, mindset. To, to, your, yeah. to your statements about yourself. Like, hey, I don't know uh, if I can do that yet. I don't yeah. know if I have what it takes as a dad yet. I don't know if I, wh- whatever it is, but simply adding the the yet to the end of those statements. Um, I can, I can be a jerk to myself often. Yeah. Like you're an idiot. What are you thinking? Like, um, what did I just read that says that negative talk has zero benefit to you? Mm. Negative talk. Like they, I got to find the study. I'm quoting something. This is like, you shouldn't quote without actually having the study in front of you. But the study is saying like, it has no benefit to you at all. Positive Mm. talk, so much benefit to yourself. Mm. Negative talk, zero benefit. Mm. So like if you say, I'm I'm motivated by being mean to myself. No, you're not. No, you're not. So that's a... (laughs) We're getting off candid. I'll I'll have another book. Uh, We shift as as men. I would say this This was specifically talking uh, to boys, but we shift from blaming everybody else to shaming ourselves. Yeah. And we good. don't land in the healthy middle of saying, I'm taking ownership, ownership. for what I've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so w- with that, so changing your perspective, changing your perspective, uh, this is a big deal I- in your relationships. Sometimes changing your perspective uh, on the fight you're in means leaving it. Yeah, Just, just physically, I am leaving the room. Uh, changing your perspective on, uh, so getting outside input is one you've said, Mm -hmm. uh, changing your vocabulary. We said physically altering all of those are different ways to change your perspective. But then I want to talk about this. And and I think this is a key where we get tripped up, uh, as men is pro pro visionaries, uh, providing vision is Bilbo got to the tree and he knew where he was headed. Let me ask you this. What is the destination for your family? That's good. So I want my kids to be emotionally, physically, financially stable Mm -hmm. uh, at some point in their life. Mm -hmm. I want them to love Jesus, serve the local church, Mm -hmm. and serve other people. 
uh, I want my kids to get married and have kids so I have grandkids. Mm. Like I, I have some of these goals, but I yeah. guess an end destination, I don't know if there's a physical place, no. uh, but some of those things that I've just named. Yeah, that, that, that's it. And, and I think because you've been intentional for years and we, we've had these conversations, I would challenge you as dad. What, what does it look like? What What's the destination that you want your family to be pointing towards? Because when Bilbo got to the top of the tree, if he didn't know where they were going, he would have had no idea which weight. It, like, it wouldn't have mattered. Pointless. It would have been pointless. He stopped, which is great. He changed his perspective. Great. But if you don't know, yeah. what, I, multiple times in my life, what type of man do I want to be? Mm. Uh, first and foremost, as 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 anybody, this applies to to mothers, to to fathers, to to kids. What type of person do I want to be in the future, and am I taking steps towards that? Am I on the path that leads me there? Because stopping and changing direction and and changing your perspective does nothing if you don't know what the end goal is. And, and just to give the answer to the test here, like if you are a follower of Jesus, you have submitted your life. He is, has lordship over you. So mm. the answer to the question, what type of person, I want to be a follower of Jesus mm. and doing what he calls me to do. That plays itself out in different personalities and people. Mm -hmm. But first and foremost, am I falling under the lordship of Jesus mm. Christ mm -hmm. in everything that I'm doing? Yeah, that, that's the big answer that all of us should be subscribing to. Yeah. But then there, there's a lot of, outside of that, there's so many different options. Uh, we do baby dedication here. And one of the mm. cool things we do is mm -hmm. that we try to envision the future for our kids. Mm -hmm. And, and I've thought through this, I'm thinking about my son very specifically here, but I want him to be a good, hard worker. Mm. I want him to add value to any community, family, place that he's in and his ability to get things done. Mm -hmm. He mm. will not accidentally become that. No. Oh, that's great. Right? So you have to create opportunities. Mm -hmm. So yesterday, I was really mad because dads and with your sons, you can get angry when you work, right? Mm -hmm. I thought to myself, after I calmed down, I went outside because... I got the normal excuse, the mower won't start. I can't pull start the mower. Mm. Uh, drives me crazy. I went out there. I had to, once again, calmly explain. Because I want him to value the work and do a good job. Mm -hmm. And so after there were some frustrating times, I retaught him and I got home and he had done the yard. The first thing I did, him, you did a good job. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, like there's so many steps into to wanting to create a good worker. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so as a dad, that's just one of the places you're creating vision is for your kids. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Another question mm -hmm. for your marriage. That's great. What's the goal, Caleb? Mm. Where, where I, are you headed? Yeah. I, I want us to be friends. Like, oh, I know that so sounds good. super no. stupid, but like well, when seen, your kids leave and you're eating yes. dinner with Andy. Yeah. I want to still like her. Yeah. I want to like talking to her. I want to like So give me three things you're her. doing to, to, oh, to okay. be friends with your wife that's in great. 25 uh, years. We, we date. We take, uh, we, we talked about this before, but we take uh, vacations together. Vacations don't include the kids. That's an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, changing your perspective. Sometimes it's changing your vocabulary. Your vocabulary. So for me, if it's with the kids, it's an adventure. That helps me change perspective mentally on what we're doing here. It's, it's not relaxing. Yeah. It's, it's not. I will not be relaxing on an adventure. I'm going to be... It, it, who knows what's going to happen? So dating, <laughs> dating is one way you're preparing date, yourself date, to get dating. to the end goal. Um, and then, uh, so, so dating, but then, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of how to say this. Studying her. I was going to say you learn who your wife is. Yeah. Uh, because I, what's true about people over time? We we change. We, <laughs> yeah. we, we, we grow together. We're we're changing. We're we're uh, and the other side of that, we stay the same. Like if we're yeah. not. So for, for me, 
those that would be the biggest thing is is studying and then intentional time yeah uh, and then actively working to serve her mm-hmm. one of her big love languages is is service acts of service again change your perspective learn what your uh wife how your wife i should say that how your wife feels loved uh I love physical Dutch and words of affirmation. Those are not her, her love languages. Her love languages. They just don't, as much as I may want to touch her, she's not hearing that as love. No. Acts of service uh, and. Uh, acts of service and quality time. Yeah, quality time. Quality time. So, uh, so you know what I'm not hearing in all these conversations is, uh, I'm just figuring out life by the seat of my pants. No. That's what I'm not hearing. I'm, I'm going to figure it out on the way. Yeah. It's yeah. not d- a good d- idea. Because d- you won't. You'll end up doing exactly what the 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 team, whatever the the questers, yeah, were yeah, doing. yeah, they're wandering around in the forest, lost and alone. Yeah, while they're together, it's a company of dwarves trying to take back their homeland, Caleb. Okay, if you're going to nerd out from a dragon, <laughs> yeah, nerd out their normal way. Yes, yeah. I know. Old. <laughs> uh, and Oak and but Chief. creating that vision, and it's the constant role. And we say this is for the father because there's a God, there's a headship that God has placed us in. It's mm. Like it's your responsibility because you're going to answer for it. This does not mean wives and husbands with wives that you cannot be standing next to your partner, mm. your helper, mm-hmm. and creating vision together. I, oh, I think that's holy. Like you should be doing that. Yes. In fact, that's one of the reasons I love. Uh, we have a pattern right now of every other year, Andy and I get to take a longer intentional vacation yep. together. And one of the things we're doing intentionally during that time, I call it our marriage counseling, uh, is we're, we're touching base about our goals. Like, hey, yeah. where where are we at? Where are we headed? Is that where we want to be? And we dream together and we, we yeah. vision cast and, and do all of that. So it's a big deal. And, and you know, that uh, the is a third law of thermodynamics. Things go from. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Order to disorder. I don't know. It's one of the laws <laughs> this, of thermodynamics. Is, we yeah. sound really cool saying that thermodynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but your life, your marriage, your fa- your family, your work mm-hmm. is never going to just get to the good place. Like your yard is not going to look good unless you what you mow entropy. It. Good word. Yeah, entropy. That's <laughs> great. And so it's this the the role of vision is constantly adjusting. Mm-hmm. Um, like the rocket that goes up, they're, they're constantly adjusting. You know, uh, when mm-hmm. they're headed to space. Mm-hmm. The, you know, it's not one large thing. So for Sean and I, a place that we struggle, we've done Dave Ramsey's class. Neither of us are money nerds. Mm. Like neither, we're both spenders and we don't like budgets. <laughs> it's a dangerous combination. Dangerous. So what we have to consistently do is be like, where are we at? So this is not every other year like you're talking about. This is every other week. Mm-hmm. Where are we spending money? Mm-hmm. Where are we want to go with this? What, you mm-hmm. know, do we have any financial goals? Yes. So that means we can't go buy all of these other things. You know, like... It's just, it's sometimes it's every other day. Sometimes it's every other year, like that vision casting. So what are some of the other areas? Like financial one is great. Uh, just relationally. You talked about talked your about friendship. Those. Yeah. What are some of the other? Yeah. You talked about, we talked a little bit about parenting, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to see no, that. Um, I think career wise was one. Career wise. Like, I, I, my my next thing was going to be physical. Okay. That's uh, great. Like I know that I want to be able at 60 years old mm. to not sit in a chair and disintegrate. We, we just, someone stopped we by just the office. About th- yeah. Yes, we just talked about this. Just, yeah, it's, and, and that, that's a, just a daily choice yeah. of, of fighting, <laughs> fighting your own body, fighting entropy. As I we're talking work about. out, I run, I, I choose to do things specifically because I want to be doing things later. Uh, you said, uh, 
I have to, we have to drag each other into church at what, 95? Yeah, yeah, Caleb and I were talking about like, we, we worry about it as, as pastors, like, man, we don't want to ever create a place where people don't want to come to church. Like, it's a biblical command to go to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, home church is not a thing. Staying at home and watching online is not a thing. It, if you can't get out, we want to give that caveat. But we, Caleb and I, in our conversation, I looked at him and I said, at 90, Caleb, <laughs> I'm expecting, you know, if we're still hanging out, I'm expecting you to pick me up and drag me into church, and I'll do the same for you. Yeah, uh, we have a, a lady in our church who every time I see her, it just inspires me. And yeah. she's an older lady and walking is hard, but she does it. She does it every Sunday and she gets in here. So physical goals, yeah. financial uh, goals, a big, uh, just thinking through the physical goals. Like I want to be able to play with my grandkids. Like that means that right at the now rate we're at, <laughs> if our, if my kids stay at the trajectory Sean and I stayed at, get married mm-hmm. young and having kids mm-hmm. young, and their kids do the same thing, I can play with my great-grandkids. That's a cool goal. If, now, there's if, a lot if, of ifs yeah, there, yeah. but yeah. I want the ability to mm. be fit physically. Like, when I when I die, um, oh, there's a there's a plaque. Sean and I just hiked Pike Peak a couple months ago. Yeah. There's a plaque halfway up with this, like, 90-year-old woman who had had a heart attack on her 14th ascent. Like, <laughs> that's the way to go. Uh, Is it? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, she was old enough, but... Uh, we have different goals there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess what Dying I'm trying to get at is like, a mountain alone. but when she died, she was able to, she made it no, like no, 12,000 feet what you're saying. up. You know what I mean? That's cool. Um, that ability. I just, I loved it. It yeah. was inspiring to me. So going back to the, the illustration of Bilbo and Mark Ward Forrest and, and vision, and he didn't stay at the top of the tree. He didn't stay there. He saw where he wanted to go and went back and, and told the companions, led the group out. So what is that? That was kind of your fourth point is that he took his group with him. You heard the phrase, uh, you're so heavenly minded, you're no earthly good. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can get dangerous if your heads are in the cloud the whole time, your feet are on the ground. Mm. Um, so it's great. You need to ask yourself, am I at where I want to be? Mm. No? Okay, then climb the tree. Yep. I know Stop. where I'm going. Stop. Stop. Climb the tree. <laughs> okay, I know where, how am I going to get there? Make that plan. Mm. And sometimes the hardest thing to do is take that first step. Mm. How many home improvement projects have you kind of looked at planned on you're like oh my gosh what's the hardest part of it starting because yeah. you're like oh Until i'm here now go sideways and then well, like, but even then i'm here yeah, now yeah, i gotta yeah, fix yeah, it yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I have to broken. go yeah i gotta go uh it's the same way when you've casted vision you move forward so maybe mm-hmm. you've ca- you've got these grandiose goals or just normal goals mm-hmm. and you're like oh yeah but it's gonna just start with something small mm-hmm. so if it's financial mm-hmm. deny yourself eating out this month mm. to see if you can save that $35 and put it towards your financial goal. Mm. Start small. If it's relational, you want to be friends with your wife in 45 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, instead of picking a fight, pick a place to go on a date mm. <laughs> and try to have a communication. But plan a date. Plan a date. Plan a date. I was talking to somebody. Um, I can't even remember when, and I don't even know who just about th- what his wife desires. Isn't necessarily anything spectacular. Just that they've planned it, that it's not. She erratic. wants an initiator. Yeah. So how often does it, initiator fall come right behind a visionary yeah vision be a visionary and an initiator Mm -hmm. it's a big deal and i think taking people with you so who who are the people in your life that you're like i I am responsible for stopping gaining changing my perspective seeing where we're supposed to go and then i'm supposed to lead them there who are those people yeah so i of course my family Mm -hmm. uh and then as a pastor i've Mm -hmm. got i've got a ministry full of that uh, but I, th- I think maybe the one that you're looking for or not, like it's the people that I've committed to relationship with. Mm-hmm. It's my connect group. It's the people that are my people uh, that one are in the same 
vision goal that I'm headed towards or right. two that I know because they've communicated to it and I, but mm-hmm. I know when they've, when they've veered off. Mm-hmm. So like when Caleb breaks his trend of going on a date with his wife for a couple of years, then we're like, Hey, uh, time to, time to figure it out time to initiate something. Yeah. Why aren't you celebrating my anniversary is what you'd say to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He always goes on vacation during my anniversary. So, uh, <laughs> it's harder to take vacation. It shouldn't be. It's, but it's a, it's a funny joke. Really. I'm just jealous because he goes in sunny places uh, because yeah. he's planned it out for two years. I just need to plan it out for two years. <laughs> that's just another callback to my issues with budgets. So. Uh, that's financial one's a funny, easy one. For you, uh, it's easy for you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Easy in that there's a literal dollar about that tells you how well you're doing at yes. this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, relationally, it's harder to gauge where you're at spiritually. Oftentimes, it's harder to gauge parentally. Yeah. It's harder to gauge. Those are all super long-term that it takes a long time to figure out. We, we kind of want to land this plane a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're, we're at the 30 minute mark. And so if, if you're a couple things, if you're wondering like, what am I supposed to actionable steps? Well, ask yourself, am I where I want to be? No. Okay. Then I need to climb a tree. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You. If you've climbed a tree recently and you're headed, like it's not a big deal to climb it again and readjust mm-hmm. uh, and stay focused and disciplined mm. into your goals. Yeah. Check out. I, I would say it's, it's essential that you occasionally stop and, and change your perspective yeah. again. Go go back. Where are we continuing on that path? Is that still the goal we want to head yeah. towards? Has that changed? Uh, there's a verse in, in Proverbs that's often used. Uh, Ooh, let's close with the Bible. I like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, as pastors, right? We should probably do Bible stuff. Uh, Proverbs 29, verse 18 says, where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. <sighs> yeah, uh, it's a big one. Or, or the people get discouraged mm-hmm. is, is the idea that, 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 that they lose hope is, is the idea there. But blessed is he who keeps the law. We opened by talking about how the, the big goal, <laughs> the big destination is that we're all more like Jesus mm-hmm. at the end of this. And where do we learn about Jesus? <laughs> the Bible. So learning to get into his word, that should be the ultimate place where we find our true perspective. And mm-hmm. that's why it's, important essential for us as christ followers to get that daily readjustment new perspective that's found in his word and that's what gives us vision for where we're supposed to be in life so i hope this was somewhat inspiring and helps you to yeah be less of an idiot all right see you next time